Welcome to the Quest Fishing Adventures podcast, chapter three. Welcome back to another Quest Fishing Adventures podcast. I hope that you're doing well and if you've been fishing since my last podcast, let's hope you've put a few on the bank. Right, as you can see, um, I'm back out fishing again, of course, it's a podcast. Um, back on the River Thames and back out with Andrew, but this time we're not on the boat. Um, we are going back to uh, one of the spots that we fished the back end of last season where I finally managed to get some pike out. Uh, so we decided to put the boat aside and go and fish this little stretch there. And one of the reasons behind that is because we both haven't got very long at all. Uh, literally we're going to meet about half past six and fish to about 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. But um, as I said in my previous podcast, um, that's when the, the pike definitely seem to be biting, uh, either right at the start uh, from dawn or at the end in dusk. So it kind of feels like um, fishing in the day at the moment seems to be, well, seems to feel like a bit of a waste of time. Not that it's a waste of time fishing, but it just seems like your chances are more likely you're going to catch a, catch a pike uh, in the morning or, um, or early evening. So that's the plan anyway. So we're going back down there. Um, I can fish three rods there, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, chosen bait will be roach, smelt, and I believe I've got some sardines in the freezer. But I'm going to sort that out later. So we're going to talk about my baits and what rigs, uh, etc. I decide to use once I'm there. But you know me, guys. I am super excited about this. I wanted to kick the podcast off nice and early um, because it's the day before. Um, one other thing I think it's worth mentioning is this week we've had a lot of rain. So slight concern that the 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 water on the um, on the canal, the water on the River Thames will be flowing slightly too fast. But we will see when we get there. Uh, fingers crossed that won't be the case, and it won't be a washout. But I've got a good feeling it's definitely got colder over the past few days. Not exactly uh, frost, frost frozen. Not exactly, um, it's not, not been frosty. That's what I'm trying to say, I think. It's, there's been no frost at all. Uh, that's what I really want. I really want it to start getting frosty. Uh, and that I really, you know, put the bait fish off. and They, they, they go off and do their thing somewhere, shoulder up somewhere. And it should, as I said before, push the pike out to start feeding on the dead baits finally. Um, on that note, yep. Is dead baits. I've already said what baits I'm going to be taking down there. Um, I wish I had some live baits, but unfortunately I haven't, so that's not going to be the case. To be honest with you, I might take my little float rod and a bit of bread up. The reason why I'm not using uh, live baits is because I've got no maggots, and maggots are definitely the best bait to catch some like small, like bleak, uh, you know, small fish basically to try and catch um, some live bait. But I might just take some um, a little float rod down there, put a bit of bread on. And see what happens, you never know, because I would obviously prefer to get a live bait out. But that story will unfold when I'm there. So from now until tomorrow, and for you guys, as I always say, it's going to be a millisecond. I'll chat to you in a millisecond. Well, um, what can I say? I'm not actually bankside. Um, that segment that you've just listened to was about 
about three weeks ago or something like that now. Kind of lost a little bit of track of time. Um, it was one of them episodes that, that obviously I've, I've gone with Andrew and um, I didn't end up recording uh, it there. Uh, I guess I was just enjoying myself a bit too much. <laughs> uh fishing and obviously talking to andrew and that and i just decided i'd record the segments or record one segment after uh which you guys know i do a few times anyway but um obviously or not obviously to you guys but i did that trip got home and my life kind of went a bit crazy um which i'm obviously not going to go into because it's not about that but you know life gets in the way sometimes um so i'm back finally here um recording recording um one big segment now of what actually happened on that trip um because i really 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 wanted to post it uh, or record it to post it because it actually turned out to be a really good trip um so i'm going to try and recall what happened now um so forgive me um if it's not 100 percent right obviously you guys won't know that but um we got there uh, and we got to the said spot that we fished a few times now uh, there on this free stretch uh, on the River Thames. Really good spot there. We've had some pike in the past. We both have had pike in the past. In fact, it was um early part of this year when Andrew took me there for the first time. And it's quite a decent spot in all fairness. So um, I went on the left-hand side uh, with when I put three rods out and I'll go into that in a second. Andrew went obviously on the right hand side uh and he put he only put two rods out um he put both he's out on um i believe if i can recall uh he both on, on a float set up on both of them and was basically just like drifting around dead baits roach and that and on my rod on my left my first rod left working from the left i had a pop-up roach uh on a pop-up roach on a running rig uh, on my middle rod i had a pop-up smelt on a running rig and on my third rod i was floating um a dead bait roach only a, only a small bait um i've been using quite small baits on the on the thames at the moment probably only about maybe like five inches long so really small um really really small you'd you'd kind of think if you put a bigger about bit bigger bait out there you know you catch a big pike but i don't think it's necessarily always the case uh so i've gone i went with i decided to go with smaller baits on this trip um and it didn't take long <laughs> it actually it didn't take long at all um I, i'm trying to remember which rod went off first i think it was my middle rod my mid middle my smelt rod ran off um and I hooked into a pike and straight away I knew I knew it wasn't like a little baby one because it was giving me it was giving me a good fight. Um my drag set like not it's not really tight, but it, I know if my drag starts going, um that you know, it, it's 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 a it's gonna be a worthy a worthy fish, um, whatever that species may be. No, it doesn't mean it's gonna be a twenty, but um it's set fairly tight. So if it's pulling line off of it, it's you know, I know it's definitely gonna be have to be netted out for sure. And, you know, and it's not going to be a little two pound pike. Um, and I finally got this pike in and it turned out, I was, I was over the moon, guys. It turned out to be, um, in fact, my first double of the season. Um, I can't remember. It was 10 pounds. It was 10 pounds. Um, yeah, I know that's not a massive pike. Um, 
but I was over the moon because it was my first double of the season. Um, I've said it in a few of my pike fishing podcasts this season so far. Um, for whatever reason, last season I really struggled to put a pike on the bank. It was only it was only the back end of the season um, I actually managed to do it. Um, and I was watching my friends around me catch pike. I was doing nothing wrong, um, fishing very similar setups and baits as, as they were. I was just it was just didn't happen. Um, that so that 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 is why I was completely over the moon over the moon over the moon <laughs> over the moon that I managed to put this this like ten pound pike on the bank um, fairly quick as well. Um, so I was absolutely buzzing. Um, I, 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 the the photos will. I will put the photos up on Instagram. I've been off that as well. I thought we've been off everything. Um, so I will post them up. Um, probably, I probably get, I'll get one up today. This, this, I'm actually recording this segment now and this will go up today as well, pretty much as soon as I finish recording it. So yeah, my, my middle one went off over the moon, had a lovely little pike out. Um, so obviously put that one back out again. And then it wasn't too long after that. Um, my left hand rod started to go. I was like, oh my God. And I hit into that. Um, let me just, I've got, I've got my phone up as well with the, with the pictures on just to try and recap myself on, on how big they were. Um, so my left hand side rod went off, uh, hooked into that. Uh, it, 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 it wasn't, a, wasn't a great fight at all. It wasn't amazing, but managed to get it in. Looking at the photo now, guesstimating that pike went about five, six pound, something like that. But already I was just completely buzzing. It was only in a short space of time I managed to put two pike on the bank, one being a double. Absolutely, absolutely buzzing. Yeah, so I managed to get my second pike on the bank. I remember that point in time saying to Andrew, saying, oh, right, I've, I've had two now, mate. Um, I'm ecstatic. I'm over the moon. Um, I'll happily go home. Please, Andrew, let, 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 let's try and let's really try and work to, to get you... Um, a fish out because at that point obviously he hadn't had anything um so i had my little float rod with me um i didn't actually bring any bread in the end i think i forgot to bring the bread because i was going to try and catch some live bait on bread but i went around looking for a worm we found a little worm <laughs> so basically um andrew was fishing um with with the little worm trying to catch a live bait um just moved down a few a few swims down just trying to catch one and unfortunately didn't manage to catch one i really feel on that swim there that um, if if we would have got a live bait on, I, I, especially this day and how, and I obviously not obviously, but how it turned out, I, f I feel like Andrew would have had one as well, uh, but unfortunately didn't catch a live bait. And then um, I can't remember how long after that the trip wasn't too. I think I think we used, we only went fishing for like about three hours or something, but it must have been maybe like a, an hour after that my my float rod went off. It well went off. Um, my float went down, should I say? And I've talked about this as well in the past on my podcast. Oh, when you're pike fishing uh, and you're and you're float fishing for pike it's such i mean watching the float no matter what size float it is or what what you're fishing for there's something just mesmerizing about it and i just watched this float just go along the top of the water and then gradually go down under the water and then i struck into it and it always takes me out reminds me of, of jaws the, the first jaws film um you know when that point where they, he shoots the jaws with those uh with those boys um i think he puts about two into him and then george just swims off and they just go down it always reminds me of that and uh, it's just it was just amazing so um yeah i hooked into that brought it in looking at the photo now four pound maybe four and a half pound something like that but 
for me, three pike already um, in a session. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, so then I put that one back out again. And then I obviously tried to focus my attention back over to Andrew again, like keeping everything crossed for him that he's going to get one. But um, the way it turned out, unfortunately, um, Andrew didn't end up catching um, a pike in that session. Uh, but I did. I, I did. But I, that sounds really rude. Um, Andrew didn't catch any more pike in that session, but I didn't catch any more. But all I caught was M3. Um, so, yeah, that, that that's pretty much how the trip turned out. Um, it wasn't how this, this podcast wasn't how I wanted it to sound. Um, at the time, I was completely buzzing and excited. Um, I would have remembered a lot more detail now, uh, but unfortunately, I don't. So once again, I apologize about that. But anyway, um, I'm going to call this podcast here, but I really wanted to put this out. I really wanted to tell you guys um, what I managed to get out of that swim there, um, the baits I was using, the techniques I was using, and obviously my first double of the season, which I'm which I'm still over the moon about now. So anyway, I'm going to end this podcast here. Apologies, it's not a great one, but at least it's got some pike in it. Um, I hope you enjoyed it all the same. So if you go fishing from now until my next podcast, take care of yourself. Make sure you give your family a big hug and a kiss. Tell them you love them. And I shall speak to you guys in my next podcast, Tight Lines. If you're not done already, guys, you could do me a massive favor and hit me up on Instagram. Just search Quest Fishing Adventures. On there, I'm uploading some photos and some short videos. You can also ask me questions or give me some advice too. That would be absolutely mega. Anyway, take care of yourself, guys, and tight lines, and see you on my next podcast.